Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, and I'm excited to have two gentlemen with me, Mo Cataba. Chief Marketing Officer for AT&T Business, and Bob Pike, CEO and CTO of SmartEdge. Welcome, gentlemen. How's it going? It's fantastic. Wonderful. So, Mo, why don't we start with you, and why don't you introduce yourself and your role at AT&T? Thank you. So I am Mo Cataba. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer for AT&T Business. It's the operating entity within AT&T that serves all business customers, small, medium, large, regional, national, global. And we're very fortunate. We have 3 million business customers that use AT&T Business today. And the role that I play at AT&T Business as the Chief Marketing Officer is the product organizations work for me. So what are the actual products that we design and build and bring to market? the channel marketing organization, so across small to large, multiple channels, multiple segments, so how do we take those products, package them up in a way that's actually a solution, drives outcomes for business customers, speaking the right language to them, the way that they want to be sold to, if you will, as well as then traditional marketing functions, brand, advertising, TV, digital, print, etc., and then finally the pricing function, so how do we price everything that we bring to market. It's a phenomenal job, love it, jigsaw puzzle every (laughs) single day, and love seeing what business customers do with our products and our solutions to drive outcomes for their end customers, their employees, how do they use them to drive new revenue and take costs out. Fantastic. Now, Bob, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Bob Pike. I'm the CTO at SmartEdge. We've been working on edge computing, especially in the enterprise space. We started working on it about three years ago with Intel. So, and uh, AT&T's been a wonderful partner, helping us translate it into real positive experiences for their clients, their enterprise clients. And, and, well, the clients of their clients is really who we're targeting, is improving the experience of the consumer that maybe go in a retail store or an industrial engineer in a plant, those kind of things. Now, the topic for the day is renaissance of retail at the edge. But before we get there, Mo, I was hoping you were talking about products and how you package up those products. One of the things that AT&T has been talking about for a while is the revolution of your products utilizing virtualization and driving network functions through software. Can you tell me about where AT&T is with that and what that brings in terms of the capabilities of what you're able to package up for product delivery to your customers? Several years ago, we realized internally that we needed to virtualize our own network, you know, the back end of the network that serves our consumer customers, our business customers, carries the traffic. And really, it was a function of capital intensity. Right When we looked at the amount of capital that we needed to invest in our network going forward, it wasn't scalable. And so as we were looking for how do we address this, we realized shifting to a software-defined network, virtualizing functions, driving much more higher efficiencies, better utilization out of common components that could do multiple things versus historically we would have iron boxes that would do one thing, could lead to significantly better cost efficiencies for ourselves internally. And we set a goal of that we would be 75% virtualized by 2020, and we are well on that path. I like to think of it as we're on the home stretch now. At the end of 2018, we were at 65%. So 
So we're almost there. Mm -hmm. The added benefit was that beyond being able to virtualize our own network, this really created the opportunity to rethink services and solutions and products that we could bring to our enterprise customers, leveraging the same architecture and set of capabilities. And one of the major product solutions that we've brought to market since then, speaking of the edge, is a solution that we call Flexware, which allows business customers to shift away from proprietary single-use appliances, think a router, a firewall, a WAN accelerator, uh, et cetera, and shift towards a more simple box that we call Flexware, and then all of those functions can be downloaded like an application on your smartphone as VNFs or virtual network functions. So now routing, firewalls, et cetera, can be stitched together, service chained across multiple providers, and we can deploy it almost anywhere on Earth as well. So it's been fantastic for us internally, as well as fantastic in terms of operational efficiencies that we can bring to our enterprise customers. That's fantastic, and it's so great to hear AT&T making the progress that you are in terms of driving that transformation of the network. I know that Intel and AT&T have had tremendous collaborations in this space. Now, Bob, Mo has just described a really interesting opportunity around edge, and I would assume this is where smart edge comes in. Can you provide a background in what the company is delivering and then how it relates to what we're showing here at MWC? So as AT&T moved to the virtualization of the network, we also had the virtualization going on in the cloud. So picture what we have down on the factory floor is a virtualized network functions married with applications running. And so now we have an edge environment that's software-defined. It's not physical cables. It's not working on one server and then going on the router or the switch. We literally can create an experience, and that's really what I think this is about, is creating a better experience for the user, as well as once we virtualize all this hardware, we can more rapidly iterate with clients. So down the floor down here, we've built something called Endless Isle, and it literally uses artificial intelligence kinds of elements. It uses camera sampling of people. It uses digital media, and it creates an experience when someone walks up, they have a very, let's say, effortless shopping experience, right? Because we see their device, they've opted in, we can sell to them, and then actually if they want to return, they can go around the back. And if you go to look to the side, you'll see all kinds of wonderful analytics about the user. All that allows us to do is create this kind of, see, it's like uh, the millennials prefer the technology react to them. It's like they've changed. You know, it used to be we interacted with it. They want it to react to them. So what we've done on the floor is create an environment where the technology is reacting to them. And that's really the power of the network along with these applications working together. You know, Endless Isle is an extraordinary solution. So if you're a retailer, you're thinking through inventory, the space of your store, how do you optimize it, what are your associates doing, are they restocking shelves or are they out there interfacing with your customers? And Endless Isle, really think of it as a large, beautiful, touchscreen immersive experience where any consumer or customer can walk up to it. And let's say they're shopping for a blouse or a shirt and they can scroll through very quickly, swiping through on different styles, different colors, which then allows the retailer to suggest matching pants, shoes, hats, scarves, etc. And then via a simple mobile point of sale device, then 
work with that customer to order that or downstairs. We have little cabinets that can be opened up when you select something and you simply take it out of it. But it really allows retailers to think through how to bring together the best of the digital world and the physical world while also becoming a lot more efficient and thinking through stocking inventory bespoke clothing, drop ship it to someone within a couple of days. And this is just the beginning. You can imagine the possibilities are endless. It sounds like there's efficiency here, but there's also much more insight into how inventory is flowing, where it's flowing, that can be turned into new business opportunity for the retailer. Well, as a marketer, right, the number one question you're always facing is, how do I put the right next offer or suggestion in front of the right next person at the right time. You know, when you think about it, we're in Barcelona today and trends and fashions can be quite different than where I live, which is Dallas or New York or Korea, etc. And so when you think about these sorts of solutions, endless aisle, magic mirrors, one of the interesting things that it arms marketeers with is real-time intelligence on the way that your customers are interacting with you in a retail physical environment, which they've had that information digitally, but not in retail. So now you can quickly learn are the fashions that people are gravitating towards in Barcelona different than in Dallas? So as you start thinking through your logistics and supply chain and ordering the right thing and having the right amount of things on hand, suddenly you can start figuring in geographic demand and how are tastes changing by state or by country, et cetera. Marketeers love this. It's not just the CIOs, the infrastructure leaders at a given business. It's also the data officers, the marketing officers, the CEOs that can take this data to really think through the best way to run their business. Bob, what is the key driver of technology innovation or drivers of technology innovation that you see in place? You talked about a couple, cloud computing and virtualization, but what do you think is unique here on what we're showing that shows the state of the state for 2019 and where do you see the industry evolving technology to make this type of experience available from a wide market perspective? Mo was talking about the data now that we're getting when the consumer walks in. Well, because we're connected to a very secure network that helps us with the privacy issues, those things, we can also get all this other data about that user that may exist. So what we're kind of doing at the edge is creating this experience platform. I call it an east-west kind of way of all these things interacting to where it's really the combined technology, both the virtualized network functions and the virtualized appliance and this east-west capacity that this is where the operators bring this stored value and security, authentication, all these things now become effortless. We don't have to log into something. We don't have to do these things. We really literally can create an experience for the user right at that shopping area. And we know all kinds of things about them in the past if they have an app on the phone. So the experience, as opposed to being this obnoxious ads all the time, it's this kind of prescriptive kind of experience for them so it doesn't feel obtrusive and it's private, you know, and to the extent that, you know, they've asked for. When you talk to your customers about this, what have your retailing customers talked about with you in terms of these types of capabilities? And then the second question for you, Mo, is, Obviously, this is a retail example, but I can see similar use cases that would apply to other industries. Have you thought about which industries you can drive this type of technology to the edge to improve your customers' business experiences? When you talk to retail customers, how do we create experiences that 
drive the end customer to want to actually come into the store, right? So digital marketplaces are exploding. Retailers are really thinking through every square foot. How do I become the most efficient operation I can be while also bringing together the best of the digital and the physical to really make it exciting and a reason why people want to come in. You know, I made a brief reference to this earlier, but there's a, another technology that we were demonstrating at NRF, which is a big retail show in New York City, called Magic Mirror. And what Magic Mirror allows a retailer to do is when a customer stands in front of it, there's a built-in camera and it's scanning them essentially. And then whether it's makeup or glasses or clothing, it will virtually outfit them and then, again, make suggestions. So based on your face shape, complexion, et cetera, I think these sorts of glasses would frame you well. And then, again, simply allowing them to rotate through, you can move your head to the left and the right, up and down, and the latency with these new technologies, edge compute that we're deploying is so strong that it essentially looks like you have those glasses on and you can virtually model them. I love technology like this because it makes it so much more efficient for me as a consumer to virtually try things on and get those suggestions. So this is where retailers are coming at this from, is how do I use technology to drive these outcomes? And then to your second question, which is how do we see this sort of technology applying to other industries? I mean, you're spot on, right? So you think about quick service restaurants, we're seeing them use a lot more digital signage to allow them to change their offerings by time of day, day of week, rush hour traffic, may be completely different than the people who are coming in on the weekend. I can change the language my signage is displayed in, breakfast items to lunch items. I can do different pricing by market. I have certain states where I may need to show calories, other states where I don't. And all of this can be managed from some sort of centralized headquarters locations and real-time data coming back in based on the things that I show on that signage hey, should I be offering more of this particular sandwich or burger or shake, whatever. So edge computes coupled with these leading technologies like what SmartEdge is doing really is revolutionizing every single industry. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. The opportunities are off the charts. And it's just like in retail where we take these wonderful technologies and reassemble them at the edge in a new way. Same thing's happening in a factory. Same thing's happening in a hospital. Now we can be more expedient in the way we treat a patient. Now an industrial engineer can be faster in changing a process, let's say that a part's not quite fitting properly. What's been fun is we found the killer use case was in the minds of the people on the factory floor or in the hospital or in the retail store. Once they grasp it, I mean, they were off and running. That's fantastic. Well, Bob Mo, thank you so much for spending time with us on Chip Chat today. I just have one final question for you. If folks want to find out more about what SmartEdge and AT&T are doing in this space, where would you send them for more information? www.smart-edge.com. Business.att.com. Um, and I love LinkedIn. I'm on there quite a bit. So if anyone wants to personally reach out, then they can find me there as well. Fantastic. Thanks for your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you.